0: Well, good morning again. I am Carmen Laverge. You are listening to Mornings with Carmen here on the Faith Radio Network. We are in day one of our two-day one-child sponsorship drive, and thank you so very much for a friend who wants to fly under the radar. Um, So thank you so much for our new child champion who has um, sponsored Giselle May in the Philippines. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for changing the life of one child. You're saying to yourself, I want to change the life of one child and thereby change the world and have my life changed as well. How do I do that? Well, you log on to MyFaithRadio.com right now and you meet the child that's waiting to meet you. MyFaithRadio.com. Um, we had a a friend who texted in this one child comment Carmen, I don't think people understand how impactful child sponsorships are. When I worked um, with one child in the 90s, many times the sponsor's contribution um, was as much as the entire family income each month. You can change the world um, by changing the life of one child and change the world one child at a time. Um, Children are living in poverty Um, extreme poverty around the world, and you can literally change their life. And when you change their life, you change the life of their family. You change the life of that community. You change the life of that country. You change the world by changing the life of one child. $39 a month is the level of child sponsorship. I'm inviting you to meet the child you're called to sponsor at myfaithradio.com or by calling 800-864-0200. Um, We're going to meet Sundeep. Sundeep, his life was changed because of a sponsor like you. And he's now changing the world because a sponsor like you changed his life through one child. Meet your one child at MyFaithRadio.com. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge. This is Faith Radio. Sandeep Métis, uh, and we are uh, we're just thrilled to have you. Sandeep, um, thank you so much for joining us here on Mornings with Carmen.
2: Yes, absolutely. What a privilege. Thank you for having me on your show, Carmen.
0: All right. So tell us um, tell us about your childhood before one child.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, man, if I go back to my memory lane, I still uh, remember every single day uh, waking up from a little chanty, and when I say little chanty, this little chanty was made up of four wooden poles and a blue turp, uh, and it was the size of a SUV car in America, just to give perspective and this little chanty didn 't had uh, any running water didn 't had enough food in it uh, didn 't have any electricity. Um, But every single day I would be excited and I would go for shopping. Uh, Well, when I say shopping, I never went for shopping in Target, Walmart or fancy malls that we see over here. But yet, yes, I went for shopping in the city dumpster every single day because uh, that was only place where I can get maybe a little food, which may be half rotten. And someday I might get a little bit of food and someday I might not get anything. Um, The days when I would not get anything, tears in my eyes and um, hunger in my stomach, I'll just come back uh, to my little chanty and I would just sit down and I would just cry. And I would just see the helplessness in my mom's eyes and she would just say that I'm so sorry. Um, Sorry we don't have any food and I don't know how things will change and things were really, really tough uh, when I was growing up.
0: So um, Sandeep uh, was born in Calcutta, India. He now lives in the United States and is the One Child Director of Development um that's a that's a pretty extraordinary progression of events in the life of one person. Um and so talk with us about your experience of child sponsorship when you became a sponsored child.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um I I still remember the day when when I got a sponsor and uh it was amazing. Uh I still remember going uh, to the local church for the first time. Um, And I felt like that was a different world uh, when I entered that uh, local church, because before that people never said to me that, hey, uh, how are you? Or they never asked my name um, when I was in poverty. But when I was entering the local church or you can say the Hope Center, it was like, hey, what is your name? Uh, How are you today? And I was like, what is wrong with people over here? I I really like these people over here. And they they, they, they said to me that, hey, are you hungry? And I Mm. said, yes, I am. And they were like, hey, do you want to have chicken, lentils, or chapati? Chapati is kind of a bread in India. And I was like really they're serious about this and i said yes i am hungry and for the first time believe it or not i had chicken uh when i was like six or seven years old and it was so great and i got the opportunity to to go to a school uh before that i only could dream to go to school but never happen in reality and i still remember before entering um that church i used to stand in front of a school as a kid and always think man i wish how life could be beautiful and wonderful inside those walls but never got the opportunity uh to get into a school but because of sponsorship you know i got the opportunity to go to school get clothes get shoes have food got clean water got medical assistance Um, And I always say, Carmen, all of these things are very important, uh, but the most important thing that has changed my life was the Word of God, for which I got salvation, and I got the opportunity to bring Christ to my community, to my friends, and to my family.
0: Um, Sandeep has become a conduit of God's grace uh, to so many other people and it's such a privilege to bring your story um, before everyone because it's hard to imagine, you know, when I um, when I contribute my $39 a month to sponsor mm. my one child, right? It's hard for me to imagine how her life is ever going to be substantially different than the life that she's experiencing um, in her community right now. But I trust because I hear your testimony um, and I mm. trust because in her letters, she communicates that she's um, that she's feeling more safe um, and that she's feeling seen and that she's discovering um, hope for the future. Like, right, all of those things um, I hear in your testimony. Um, and so I'm so very grateful. Hey, if you're listening right now and you're saying, I, I want to meet the uh, the current uh, Sandeep who is living in India and um, and looking for a sponsor, looking for hope. Well, you can meet that one child right now at MyFaithRadio.com. We are in the midst of a child sponsorship event here at the Faith Radio Network. Um, And so if you go to MyFaithRadio.com, you can meet kids right now who are looking to meet you. Um, We are still looking for a a champion, a sponsor for Logesh. Logesh lives in India. He's 13 years old. Um, in many, many ways, uh, he is like Sandeep, whom you are hearing right now. Um, and we're, uh, we're looking, we're believing that Logesh has a child champion. He has a sponsor. Is it you? Um, Sandeep's birthday is the 16th of October. Maybe that is a date that rings in your mind for one reason or another. Um, maybe you're a doctor. Logesh uh, dreams of being a doctor. Um, his favorite subject is science. Maybe you hated science and you are thankful that somebody likes science. There you go. Any any, and all kinds of reasons um, that God might tenderize your heart toward one child. Maybe your one child is Logesh. Maybe your one child is Iman or Barishba or Nong. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. You can see their sweet faces. You can read their stories at MyFaithRadio.com, inviting you today to become a one-child champion and sponsor a child at MyFaithRadio.com. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LaBerge. This is Faith Radio. Thanks for listening to the podcast of Mornings with Carmen. Thank you so very much. If you'd like to become a supporter today, just visit MyFaithRadio.com. And again, thanks for being a part of what we do every day at Mornings with Carmen.
1: One moment. One moment.
0: One child. One child.
3: Our land was very dry and our family so poor. We survived by the mercy of God because we had very little food and a few clothes and uh, medical care i never imagined the dream of taking my son to school would come true i was scared he would grow up homeless like i did but when i heard about the hope center i was so happy When I learned that a sponsor made it possible for my son to attend school, I was surprised. I wondered how someone so many miles away would care so much to donate to him. I have never seen such great act of kindness.
0: Well, that was uh, Nicholas. He's a father. He certainly wanted to provide for his children. But when you live in extreme poverty, when you do not have a home, when you are seeking to survive on less than $2 a day as a family, um, how could you possibly put shoes on your children's feet or food on the table every day or get them the uniform that they need in order to qualify for school or go to the kind of school you might want them to go to? Um, Moms and dads, just like Nicholas, are looking for you today to sponsor their child. And so if you're a mom or a dad, a grandma or a grandpa, you know how much you love your kids and your grandkids. These parents, these grandparents around the world, they're working all day long um, and they're doing so for what you and I would consider far less than subsistence living. They love their children. Um, Let's provide access today for their children to go to the Hope Center. Um, That these kids would be fed and cared for. That they would um, have access to education and medical care when they need it. Um, And that they would learn the love of Jesus through the kindness of his people. Let's give them a reason to believe that God sees them and God knows their name. That God cares for them that God provides sufficient resources around the world. It's just about putting them in the right places at the right time to meet the material needs. You can sponsor One Child right now and change the world. Log on to myfaithradio.com and meet your one child. Um, Thank you again to our friend in North Dakota um, who became the One Child champion this morning for Giselle May, who lives in the Philippines. Um, Thank you again to Deborah in Ohio, who is sponsoring Ritu in India, and Tyler, who is sponsoring Moises in Honduras, for Jay, uh, who is uh, sponsoring um, Johan or Johan in Nicaragua, and for Aura in Neche, North Dakota, uh, who is sponsoring both Valerie and Antora in Honduras and Bangladesh, respectively. Meet your one child right now. They're waiting for a sponsor. They're waiting to meet you at MyFaithRadio.com. Sandeep Mighty is here with us. Sandeep uh, grew up in Calcutta, India. Um, He was a one-child sponsored child. He comes out of the sponsorship experience um, as a child who experienced one child from that side and is now the Director of Development here in the United States for One Child. Sandeep, again, welcome to Mornings with Carmen.
2: Hey, thank you so much. What a privilege to talk in my Fed Radio with you.
0: Sandeep, um I'm sure that just like everybody, there is a child's story out there that um maybe compels your prayer life more than anything else right now. Um but that compels you toward this ministry. Could you tell us one of those stories?
2: yeah absolutely uh thank you for asking that question um you know carmen this past year um we sponsored a child uh through one child uh in india and his name is aryan and i was very privileged and humbled to go and meet with him uh, in mumbai india and i was sitting down with him Uh, And we had a great time uh, just talking about his life and about Jesus. And his mom comes into the room and just hugs me and just these tears just falling down from her eyes. And she just tells me, thank you for doing this. And I, I was sitting down and I was just thinking, man, what? What a privilege that I can do this. Thank you, Lord, for giving me this opportunity to sponsor this child because I believe in it." Mm -hmm. Um, And she was telling me that, Sandeep, without your support, we would have never sent Aryan to school. And did you know, Sandeep, Aryan is the first child in our family to go to school? And Mm -hmm. that would have never happened without the support of you and of one child. And I started crying, Carmen, at that moment. And I started sharing my story with her, saying, I am the only child of my parents, and I'm the only child in my whole family to go to school. Um, And it was just amazing to see what God is doing. In Aryan's life and what God has done in my life, and it breaks my heart that there's so many other Aryans out there in India and in so many other countries that are waiting to get an opportunity to hear about Christ, to go to a school, to get a meal, to get a medical assistance, and so much more. Um, so that is my story about Aryan this morning to you guys.
0: It's evidence that in order to make progress of any kind in um, in a family, they have to have access. Um, and that's really the um, that's really a, a huge part of what's happening here. In order for these children to have access to an education, um, in order for these children to have access to um, just the basic material needs of uh, of life, um, and for their yeah. family's life to be changed, like right in order for them to have access. Um, we need one child sponsors. You needed one when you were a child. You are one now. And we're inviting you if you're listening, we're inviting you today to meet the child. You're called to sponsor at MyFaithRadio.com. Um, thank you so very much um, for uh, your you're coming alongside us. All right. um, David in Atlanta logged on to myfaithradio.com. He has now met his one child. We will introduce you to Liza from Cambodia next. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LaBerge, and this is Faith Radio. Every little child in the world, we are lifting up sponsors today through one child. You can meet your one child at MyFaithRadio.com. That's what David did. David lives in Atlanta. He's listening right now, um, maybe via the Faith Radio app, but also possibly online at MyFaithRadio.com. Lives in Atlanta, um, and he has found his one child at MyFaithRadio.com. David says... I'm excited to be of help to this child and their family. I'm grateful for Faith Radio for bringing this opportunity to my attention. Thank you, One Child, for all you do. Um, David went online, and maybe he clicked on the country tab and scrolled down to Cambodia. That's where he met Liza. Um, Liza is eight years old, and she lives in Cambodia. And because she's already now sponsored, I can't read all of her personal um, info, but... There's another child named Sholina. Uh, She's also eight years old and she lives in Cambodia and she's looking for a sponsor right now. Sholina loves balloons and books. She loves to jump rope and play with the kitchen set. She likes to skip and slide and climb and draw pictures and color. I mean, that sounds like every eight-year-old girl I know. Sholina's favorite food is soup and she wants to be a teacher. Are you Sholina's child champion? You can meet her right now at MyFaithRadio.com. Maybe there's another country that God has laid on your heart and you have a particular heart for Kenya or for Syrian refugees in Lebanon. Maybe you have um, a particular passion for the people of Nepal or Nicaragua or the Philippines. There are children in 15 countries looking for child sponsors right now. We want to introduce you to your child at MyFaithRadio.com. You could also call 1-800-864-0200. Thank you to David and to so many others who have already sponsored children. We are looking for you to be the next child sponsor at MyFaithRadio.com. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge. This is Faith Radio.
2: One moment.
1: One moment. One child. One child. Yeah, when I came to One Childs, I was eight years old. Our income was very, very, very few. Uh, things were not convenient to live. I mean, economically in our home, it was difficult to pay school fees and to cover a lunch, a breakfast, a dinner. When I grew up in here, God taught me a lot of things. Not to be religious and uh, remember God every other Sunday. God taught me to, to remember him every day, to remember his mercy every day, to remember his love every day. But God did it a lifestyle to me and here. God
0: was doing his job, especially in my heart. That uh, is the story of He What? Uh, She is now a graduate from a Hope Center in Ethiopia, and because of a sponsor like you, um, her life was changed. Today, she's thriving as a young adult. She met God in a very real way through her one-child Hope Center in Ethiopia. Um, Her family actually brought her to the Hope Center because um, because of their physical and financial needs, but in his words, God was doing his own work in her heart. She now wants to include God in every moment of every day. She has a bright future and a heart for God. Um, sponsoring a child makes a difference. This is our one child sponsorship drive going on right now at My Faith Radio. We want you to meet your one child at myfaithradio.com. It's $39 a month to sponsor a child and change the world. Summer Shepherd is joining us now. You may know her. Uh, voice from Life 102.5 in Madison. Um, Summer's also a friend of mine, and we welcome her now to Mornings with Carmen. Oh, thanks, Carmen. It's awesome to be here. So good. All right. You went on the um, Northwestern Media one-child trip to the Dominican Republic in November. Um, mm-hmm. where, where would you like to start telling us about your experience? I think one of the things that struck me first while
1: on that trip was all of the the disparity between our experience and what we were seeing around us. Now, even when we were in the the nicer city that we were going to stay in, I mean, just the, the trash and the disrepair of so many of the buildings. I, I mean, that was the first thing that struck you. And then as we continued to drive to where the Hope Centers are actually functioning, that just became more and more pronounced. And I think that We understand uh, intellectually the difference that can exist between the world and the life that we live in, even if we find ourselves below the poverty line versus what it is to live in extreme poverty. You know, we see pictures on National Geographic or whatever, but to experience that. And so we visited these hope centers. We, We met with the children and we met with their child champion workers in the centers. And then we were able to actually do home tours. And enter into the homes and see where these kids slept, where they ate, how they lived. And I think that was probably the most one of the more impactful moments for all of us was just understanding, entering into that space and seeing what extreme poverty looks like.
0: Um, take us in. You're a good storyteller. So um so take us in. Um when I uh had a similar trip with another organization 20 some years ago now uh, to Honduras. I will say that one of the things that um, overwhelmed me the first time was the smell. Like the world does not smell in other places like it smells where I live. Um, I'm wondering if there's a particular sensory experience that struck you.
1: You know what, Carmen, for me, it, I, I found that any sense of smell that I would have been, accosted by was combated by all of the flowers. I think there's this picture Mm. that I have in my head walking through one of the little communities on our way to the home that we were going to enter and visit. And I had to stop and I took a picture because it just became so descriptive for me of the people of the Dominican that we were meeting every house was surrounded by barbed wire because they had to be. They were where we were visiting was right at the Haitian border and as bad as things were in the Dominican they were that much worse in Haiti and so refugees coming over all the time just for protection homes had to essentially you know wrap themselves in barbed wire fencing. But as we are passing by and we see these rusted needles of a fence everywhere they were being overcome by the flowers that these families were planting in their homes. Mm. Like their homes were in disrepair, but they were clean. You know, people were out there sweeping, you know, their their house is literally falling apart behind them, but their stoop is clean and welcoming for visitors. There's barbed wire and there's trash because they have nowhere else to put it, but there are such beautiful flowers that are growing in and around the barbed wire. and, And depending on how you look at it, The the barbed wire is choking out the flowers, and in some ways, the flowers were overcoming the barbed wire, and I felt both were true of those people. And so as we walked through these communities and as we entered these homes, we feel this heaviness of spirit, but what we saw in the lives of the families that were connected to the local church, the ones that were integrated into the Hope Center— we saw hope, we saw joy, we saw their kids playing and singing and that stood out because not everyone in the community shone with that kind of light. But that's what the local church and these Hope Centers is doing for these communities and for these kids. It's reaching in and it is tangibly improving their lives and giving them a chance to overcome. And you just, you see, you can tell by looking like this is a Hope Center house. This one's not. This one is, this one's not. This child's in the Hope Center. This one's not. And that was...
0: I was palpable there. We're talking with Summer Shepherd about her experience visiting um, hope centers and families uh, whose children are served by one child um, because of sponsors like you. Um, we're talking about uh, the children who still need sponsors. You can meet your one child at myfaithradio.com. $39 a month is all it costs to sponsor a child that gives them access to the Hope Center where um, where they get access not only to good food and good education and good fun and good fellowship, but the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it brings hope not only to that one child, but to their family and then ultimately um, to the world at large. Um, I imagine, uh, Summer, that every Hope Center has lots of applications for families who are eager to get their kids in. Um there's a There's a process uh of how the children are registered. Talk with us about when children can be registered at the Hope Center because when I think people are surprised how young many of the children who need sponsors are, but then every once in a while you'll come across a child who is um sixteen or seventeen years old who needs a sponsor, and that's probably because they the person who was sponsoring them is for whatever reason not sponsoring them anymore
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and some of these some of these kids come in at a later age and are integrated into the Hope Center and they're not turned away. Um, but you can be accepted into the Hope Center and not yet have a sponsor and desperately mm-hmm. not only this child for their spiritual and emotional health need that sponsor and those letters and those reminders that they're being prayed for, but then that Hope Center itself, the the financial support of sponsors for the children that they're serving. So kids are able to register for the program starting at three years old up through nine years old, but they can continue with the program until they're 18. Mm -hmm. So in that earlier age, that's when they want to get these kids in. They don't want to register, you know, a 17 and a half year old only to have them for six months because the point is that they are really building into their faith foundation through this. This is a very intentional, spiritual reclamation for this child just as much as it is their, their physical health and their their mental education. So 3 to 9 years old is when you can register and the process to register takes 3 to 6 months. As you can imagine there are a lot of kids there are stacks of, and stacks of applications because when some of these kids start coming to the hope centers and their lives are improved and their their lives are changed and now they actually have an opportunity to go to school, go to college, there's like a I think it's a 100% graduation rate amongst um, hope center kids, and that's just unheard of in these communities. Their kids have a chance. Amazing. So all of a sudden, whether or not you believe in Jesus, you want your kid in this hope center. So families start flooding from that whole area, like we want our children to have a chance. And just the testimony that that is in these communities. Now, the important thing is, one thing we were struck by is you go around to these hope centers and there's no banners that say, welcome to one child, right? One child (laughs) is hidden. Like there's no marketing saying this is who we are. This is where you can find us (laughs) online. Like it's not like that. They partner and just resource the local church. So it's all about connecting people to the local church, their faith community right there in their town as opposed to some business model that's going to get them accolades unless you work in the hope center or unless you are a sponsored child getting mail from your sponsor maybe on some letterhead or something you don't you don't even know about one child there
0: yeah it's amazing all right um William in Fargo has just sponsored Denelson. he went online to myfaithradio.com and he met his one child Denelson in Honduras now has a champion and his name is William yeah, and he's yes. from Fargo. So we're going to celebrate that. Why don't you go to MyFaithRadio.com and meet the child that's waiting to meet you. This is a one-child sponsorship drive here at MyFaithRadio.com. You can go to MyFaithRadio.com or call 800 864 200 You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge. This is Faith Radio. Maybe you're thinking in this new year you'd like to change the world. Well, you can start by changing the world for one child. We're partnering with One Child again, and you can sponsor a child now at MyFaithRadio.com. What happens when you sponsor a child through One Child? Well, you're going to be linked to a boy or a girl who lives in a country other than your own, Uh, And you're going to help supply for their tangible needs. Yes, they're going to receive the gospel of Jesus, but they're also going to receive educational assistance, supplemental food, clothing, healthcare services, and opportunities for love, friendship, and encouragement. The cost is just $39 a month, and you can sponsor a child right now at MyFaithRadio.com. So if you want to change the world this year, why don't you start by changing the world for one child? Sponsor a child today at MyFaithRadio.com. We have had conflicts and we have had refugees
2: for decades. We have Palestinian refugees, Iraqi refugees, Syrian refugees. But the problem is that when you have all these refugees coming together, you know how do you deal with these children? How do you deal with all of these different backgrounds, different cultures, different way of thinking? Yes, they're all Middle Eastern, but each one has their own idiosyncrasies and specialty and trends. So we have to navigate through all of these things. Unfortunately, in the West, we are too focused on wanting to help only one part or one one country in that region and that's Israel and we have no problem with that we want to support Israel and bless the Jewish people how do we do that how do we bless Israel the best way we
0: can sponsor an Arab child did you hear that did you hear that you um, can sponsor a child that's living in the Middle East right now by going to myfaithradio.com We heard um, in the first hour about sponsoring um, children who are now Syrian refugees in Lebanon. Um, There are other opportunities for you to sponsor Arab children, um, particularly those living in Jordan. And so if the Middle East is something that God has placed upon your heart, um, you can do that right now at MyFaithRadio.com. Maybe your heart beats um, for those children living in countries where um, where folks are, des- because of their desperation, they're seeking to immigrate to the United States, uh, legally and-, and illegally, many of them across the southern border, and you wanna change the reality in those places so that people can flourish where they live now. Well, there are opportunities for you to sponsor a child in the Dominican Republic, in Haiti, in Honduras, in Nicaragua, um, and so we wanna give you that opportunity. And maybe your heartbeat is for Africa. Um, Uh, maybe that's just the place that God has put upon your heart. We have children available right now uh, in Ethiopia and in Kenya. There are also children in Bangladesh and Cambodia. There are children um, waiting for sponsors in Nepal and in the Philippines. Um, We want you to join us in this one child sponsorship drive. You can meet your one child at myfaithradio.com. Summer Shepherd is here with us. She traveled with one child um, to the Dominican Republic. I'd love for you, Summer, to tell us about um, Pastor Fausto Franco. You had an experience at that Hope Center, but also um, worshiping in that church.
1: Yes. Oh, that was that was something. So we have this little church. They are so proud of it. There was an amazing story of how the Lord brought about even just the church building, but the life and the light and those people during worship, I got to tell you, for some of our group, it was a little outside of their comfort zone, but for the rest of us, we're just like, you know what? Bring it up. We're here. Let's go. And so there was so much energy. There was so much passion, but I got to tell you my favorite story about that pastor. And and actually my favorite moment of the trip is what happened after that church service is we had decided even though it wasn't advisable and we weren't able to cross the border, we desperately wanted to go to the Haiti border and pray. We were supposed to go to Haiti as part of this trip, but because of all the political turmoil that's going on there, uh, we just weren't able to. It just was not feasible. It was not safe. But for several of us, myself included, I'm uh, probably a little too ignorant, honestly, a little too naive. But I'm like, let's go. And so we it's got you don't bus. listen
0: to mornings with Carmen on a regular basis. <laughs> we, we clearly let you know about Haiti. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> but it was it was just so heavy on our hearts because as mm-hmm. we're seeing the life that these Dominicans are living and our hearts are breaking. We're learning how many Haitians are desperate to flee to the Dominican for a better life and mm-hmm. to consider that this is a better life. Um, really just broke our hearts. And so we wanted to go, but we have this big bus. And in the streets of the Dominican Republic, there wasn't a great way to navigate that. So this pastor, he's this little guy. He gets out into the middle of the street and he just puts his arms out to the side. He's dressed all in white and he literally shepherds his flock down the busy street. There's cars and little motorbikes weaving in and out. And he just led our bus. He walked our bus all the way to the border. That's how close we were. And we got out and Carmen, as we walked across the bridge that separated the countries and we're passing by people who are carrying roosters or three foot high stacks of eggs on their head, or, or there was mannequins that were being carried across, just trying to find something that would sell, that would bring money home for their family. We get to the point in the bridge where we are at that halfway point. There's people with guns everywhere, the security guards And we look down at the river that separates the countries. And on the Dominican side, there's still some green, there's still some vegetation, but on the Haiti side, it's just trash, the entire shoreline. But in that trash, there are families that are looking for something to eat, and there are women and children laying out their clothes, trying to get them washed in this filthy water and bathing themselves. And just... The juxtaposition between those two shorelines was so palpable. And so we sat there as that group of, you know, crazy Americans. And we we all sang the blessing. We, we sang it over the people of Haiti and the Dominican. And then this little pastor, he grabs a passing Haitian man. And he's like, you represent Haiti. And we all held hands and we prayed. And this dude was so confused. But it was just the holiest, most beautiful moment of just understanding and letting that sense of poverty and need soak into our hearts because that's what it was all about. And I looked down at the rail on that bridge and someone had written in white marker, they wrote, Dios es bueno, God is good, like right there on the bridge. And I think for all of us, that was kind of how we end capped the trip. And from that moment, if you weren't already in tears and completely changed, you were from there on.
0: Dios es bueno. God is good. Um, not everybody knows that truth, and certainly not everybody is living in a reality right now where they experience the goodness of God. But God is good. Um, and in his goodness and by his faithfulness, God has distributed the resources necessary to care for these children. Um, and he has currently distributed those resources into um, and under the stewardship of you and I, you and me. And so, right now, I'm inviting you to release the resources that God has um, placed you as a steward over at the level of $39 a month and sponsor a child through one child. You could join William in North Dakota, um, who has sponsored Dennelson in Honduras, David in Atlanta, who has sponsored Liza in Cambodia, a friend in uh, North Dakota, who has sponsored Giselle May in the Philippines. Uh, Carissa has sponsored uh, Nydia in Honduras. Julianne, has, uh, who lives in Tampa, Florida, has sponsored um, CV in Cambodia, on and on and on. Would you be the next person to join us at MyFaithRadio.com and meet your one child? Meet the child that you're called to sponsor at MyFaithRadio.com or by calling 800-864-864. Zero two hundred. You're listening to Mornings with Carmen. I'm Carmen LeBurge. This is Faith Radio. Oh, Indeed, Jesus loves the little children, all the little children of the world, red and yellow, black and white. They are precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Jesus says, let the little children come unto me and hinder them not for to such as these belongs the kingdom of God. My brothers and sisters in Christ, you and I are ambassadors of the king and the kingdom, agents of grace, ministers of reconciliation, and under our stewardship, God has placed sufficient resources, the resources necessary for the accomplishing of his will in and through us on this day. Today, the opportunity is to sponsor a child, to become a one-child champion. At MyFaithRadio.com, you can meet your one child. And by changing the life of one child, you can change the world. You have wondered, how am I supposed to change the world? The world certainly needs the love of Jesus, and the children of the world need access to um, clean water, and good food, and good education, and good friends, and good fellowship, and good, good humor, and yes, the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And the church around the world is on the scene. What they need are the resources to bring children into hope centers through One Child. You can do that today. $39 a month is the cost of child sponsorship. It will change your life, and it will certainly change the life of One Child. Meet your One Child right now at MyFaithRadio.com. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Carmen LeBurge. Podcasts like this are available because of your support. If it's important to you to hear things that encourage your faith,